Welcome to the Proof of Money Podcast, the most real and honest podcast in all crypto. My name is Drew Griffin, and I hold no punches back when it comes talking about the crypto industry, regulations, and business inside this space. In this episode, I'm going to give you a complete breakdown of crypto regulation, what governments are doing wrong, what they can do to improve it, and what the best use case scenario for every citizen in the world when it comes to regulation. If you like this show, there's a couple ways you can support it. Make sure you follow me on YouTube. Go hit me up on Twitter, at Drew Griffin. Send me your comments, your feedback. If you want to donate to the channel, I'll provide my Bitcoin Ethereum address provided below. Make sure you share this with your friends and family, and I hope you enjoy. Let's just dive right into it. Your government is screwing you over and stripping you of your rights And so there's a government agency called the FATF, okay, the Financial Action Task Force. And their job is to make sure they insert themselves into every single financial transaction conducted on the planet and so that they know every single penny you spend your entire life. And what they're trying to do with crypto is they want to insert themselves into crypto and basically make any crypto exchange Uh, Anyone that deals with cryptocurrencies as a payment, whatever that may be, they want to get involved and track all your spending. Now, this is a violation of your rights as a human being because governments do not have the authority to stick their nose into every single transaction that we partake in. Okay, so you have the right as a person to conduct private transactions. And when I say this, I'm not condoning any type of illegal activity. All right. All I'm trying to say is the government doesn't have the right to come there and tell us what we can and cannot buy as long as it's legal. All right. And we have that right to privacy. But the FATF, they want to come in here and say, hey, if you're a crypto exchange, all right, whatever it may be, you got to track every single one of your uh, customers uh, transactions or payments, all that good stuff and let us know about it so we can keep tabs on uh, human beings and basically strip us of our privacy. Okay. now. Every sort of government agency always starts out as good cause. And I I understand the reason for the FATF is they want to prevent money laundering and criminal organizations like terrorism, okay, from getting funding. So it's for a good purpose, but just stripping us of our human rights, okay, doesn't justify that purpose, all right? You have a right to privacy and you don't have to let your government know every single transaction you make. And what's interesting about it is the most laundered currency, the most laundered uh, unit of currency in the world is the U.S. dollar. Okay, that is the most conducted uh, currency for illegal activities and criminal use and is laundered more than any other currency in the world, including cryptocurrencies. Okay, so I know a lot of people try to blame Bitcoin, crypto, say, oh, they're only used for illegal activities. That's not true at all. The number one used currency for illegal activities is the U.S. dollar, okay? And so the FATF, ironically, wants to stick their nose in the crypto so that they can keep tabs on every citizen. And to me, this is just a, this is a big sham for us as human beings because we have that right of privacy. And it's one of my uh, things I've really liked about crypto is it does offer a chance at privacy, okay? Now, I just reported uh, recorded a podcast in this case, we're discussing really the difficulties of actually trying to uh, monitor every single Bitcoin transaction. I know a lot of times government agencies say this thing is it's easy to kind of track, it's easy to report, but that's so not necessarily the case. Now, if you're a big-time criminal using uh, crypto or some other blockchain, then yeah, 
they, governments could probably find enough resources and time and manpower to make sure they track down all your uh, uh, transactions and illegal activities on a blockchain. Okay, so at the end of the day, right, this is a violation of a rights, but crypto does need some light regulation. All right, let's be completely honest with ourselves is for the past several years, crypto has almost been like the wild, wild west. And there's so many naughty players in the industry just doing whatever they want. So it really does need, and this is the key word here, light regulation. Because the last thing we want is just this ridiculous amount of laws and regulation. All right, so it needs a light touch. So what I'm going to do in this episode is I'm going to go over all the things that need regulation in the crypto industry. A majority of it is uh, towards crypto exchanges. Okay, because a lot of crypto exchanges have just basically done whatever the heck they want to do, especially with investor money. And that's got to come to an end, especially if we want to see big, big things from the crypto market, like Bitcoin ETFs, crypto ETFs, uh, more crypto funds, just more ways of getting big institutional money, more ways of getting people uh, money from people's retirement accounts into this market. And hopefully we can get it to a trillion dollar market. In the next couple of years, but it's going to need some light regulation. Okay. All right. So the first thing, all right, that we really need to fix with crypto, especially with regulation. All right. And this is geared towards exchanges. And that is reporting data. Reporting data is so bad right now in crypto. Basically, exchanges have the ability to make up trading volume however they want. And certain cryptos seem like they're going to be traded. All right, and so they report this fake trading volume to sites like CoinMarketCap that track the entire crypto market and all the volume and the price and all that stuff. But the, the data coming from these exchanges is not true. Now, I saw this firsthand, okay? And so there's a crypto out there, out there called RETME, all right? Symbols RPM. And around the Christmas time, I feel like gambling. And so I was really just trying to find a uh, crap coin that I could throw $100 down and see, you know, maybe I could come back to it and it's up 2x 4x who knows what happened so rpm i've been seeing a lot about it and i said what the heck i know it's a dice roll i know it's a gamble okay i know it's not like investing in bitcoin that's not why i did it all right i did it just to make a quick buck and it'd be the same as if you went to the poker table and threw 100 bucks on it if you went to the crap table you know threw 100 dollars down in chips that's what i was looking for just a gamble all right so i did it threw 100 bucks on the coin check it a couple months later it's up five times all right, so it's it's up 500% from what I bought it for. So I immediately jump onto that, the only exchange this coin's being traded, okay? And I get on there and I look at all the sell orders, all right? And it's just completely filled with sell orders. People trying to liquidate their coins to take advantage of this price spike. So I set my sell order, all right, the cheapest amount on that entire book, all right? So I go to the buy orders. Not a single buy order. I look at the past week. Not a single buy order has been done in over a week. All right, so no one has traded that coin in over a week. But I go look at the volume on Coin Market Cap, and it's in the millions. Okay, so somehow, all right, this exchange is sending over data that that coin was its volume, its trading volume in a 24-hour period was in the millions of dollars. But not one buy or sell order had triggered in over a week. Okay, that's a big problem. And if we want real money, real institutional money, the flow into cryptocurrencies, we can't have crap reporting data. All right, because think about it. 
you're investing into a, a stock, all right, a crypto stock or a Bitcoin ETF, whatever it may be, and all of a sudden, all right, the price fluctuates like 10, 15% from that ETF because of some bullcrap trading data or an exchange, uh, it comes out that all their data has been faked. And so you could see some massive price swings and it does factor in uh, to prices being manipulated if they're reporting fake data. So I think this is the main thing regulators need to fix is they have to hold exchanges more accountable to providing actual trading data. And this can you know be hard because a lot of these crypto exchanges aren't based out of the US. Now Coinbase is, and that's one of my favorite exchanges, um, but most of the crypto exchanges that people are using are outside the United States. And so it's really tough for regulators. And a lot of that sometimes goes back to the people using those exchanges that, hey, you got to make sure that you're not getting screwed over by them because they will do things that rip you off. But in saying that, okay, countries around the world need to step in and whatever exchange is operating from that company, not that country, they need to step in and input some more regulation and hold exchanges to uh, strict regulation over data reporting, okay? Next thing is certain markets can be manipulated. So if we want to see a Bitcoin ETF, we've got to weed out the manipulation. <coughs> now, a lot of Bitcoin investors may not care about an ETF. And when the SEC prolonged the decision again, I saw a lot of people on Twitter coming out saying, ah, oh, who cares about a Bitcoin ETF? You should care, okay? Because that will help get Bitcoin to be a trillion dollar market is getting the trillions and trillions of dollars that are managed, all right, through these different funds, through these different uh, uh, fund managers and mutual funds all around the world, bringing that Bitcoin ETF to the market will instantly allow that money to flow into the marketplace right there, which is going to significantly increase the price of Bitcoin. So all you Bitcoin holders say, I don't care about a Bitcoin ETF. You should care about a Bitcoin ETF because that will jack up the price of Bitcoin if we can ever get that thing approved. may not happen overnight, but it's going to start flooding in trillions of dollars All right, under management through different funds like mutual funds and ETFs. The next big thing, and this is going back to exchanges, all right, is we have to have better custodial services. Exchanges need to be held accountable for the people's money that they have under control, and they need to make sure that they up their security so we, so we quit seeing these major exchange hacks like we've seen every single month for the past several years, okay? The next thing is they need to be more transparent with investor funds, and that's where we really need to step in with some big regulation because we've had some major exchanges lose investor money, okay? So Bitfinex, they lost over $850 million and covered it up for several years. Quadriga, they had one guy in charge over $150 million of investors' funds and he passed away, unfortunately, and was the only person that had the private key to give access to these funds. So these funds may be lost forever, okay? So the custodial services in crypto have been horrific, and that is something that regulation really could help fix. And it's something that's going to be better uh, on the back end for investors because you get more protection from these exchanges and they're not allowed just to do whatever the heck they want. And if you really look at a lot of these crypto exchanges, is they're starting to act like banks. Okay, A lot of them are starting to print their own stable coin. So they're basically printing money uh, 
out of thin air, and that's kind of what Bitfinex was doing. They were printing the Tether stablecoin, and it was based off fractional reserve banking, although they were trying to say Tether should be one-to-one back. So we've got to have regulation step in, and this is the main focus we need to have our regulatory uh, regulators take care of and put in new laws to really help out crypto investors, and most of it's geared towards exchanges. I know a lot of investors come out and say, well, you know, any regulation is just going to hurt the price of cryptos. No, any regulation, okay, this light regulation that I'm talking about will help you as an investor because it'll give you more protection, all right? So some things that we don't need with regulation. So the first thing is an all-out ban on crypto is just a, an idiotic idea. And we saw this lately with India just straight up saying, no, nah, you, you guys can't use, uh, our citizens can't use cryptocurrencies. And I think that's a violation of our rights as a human being because I spoke about this earlier. You have the right to make whatever transaction you want as long as it's legal in privacy and use whatever medium exchange that you want. All right, for the government to step in and just say, hey, this is some sort of new technology. We don't understand it. You can't use it. It's just horse crap. Uh, and what strikes, what cracks me up about governments is they failed for centuries trying to ban stuff. Okay, we see this all the time. Uh, you can go back to the United States with prohibition, uh, the war on drugs, the war on guns, stuff like that inside this country and all every other country in the world has just been an epic failure for governments. They can't stop it, okay? It's a sad truth that we have to realize that when you just straight up ban something, all you did was create an entire new market for it and you actually give it a better price, okay, for the people dealing those illegal things because they can sell it for more. Anything that's been made illegal, the instant you made it illegal and banned it in the country, the value of it just increased because it's, it became more scarce. Okay, we see this with you know multiple stuff that's been banned uh, from all categories of stuff that's illegal. But governments are horrible. Okay, horrible at enforcing banned stuff. All right, cryptocurrencies don't hurt people. All right, people can use them for you know some crooked stuff like creating scams. But people can do that with all sorts of legal stuff. So that's kind of a bad argument there, right? Cryptos are not endangering people, and we have a right to use them because it's just an easy way, and we can build an easy way to make transactions, and we can build our sorts of new stuff off crypto. So not only will governments fail if they try to ban it because you'll just create an entire black market, and basically everyone who's holding on to Bitcoin or whatever it becomes illegal, right? It's kind of more incentive to hold on to it because the price of it will shoot up. All right. But we also have rights as humans to make whatever transactions of value with whatever currency we choose. All right. So complete ban on crypto. It just would be completely stupid. Uh, it won't get rid of it. And really, it'll just create a black market for it and make the price of it shoot up from what it is right now. Banning cryptos also will hurt economies. This is one of the fastest growing technologies in the world. OK, so countries boom their economies boom when they have several homegrown businesses take advantage of technology and become a world leader uh company in that industry look at facebook look at google okay these are all american countries and they are one of the things that's really helped drive the american economy over the past uh a decade Apple, Microsoft, right? These big technology companies, they drive the economy of a country. And one thing they do is they provide tons and tons and tons of jobs. The lower your unemployment, 
the better your economic standings of that country. And so technology is one of the fastest growing industries in the world. And so when you have a new technology, banning it is really going to diminish that country's innovation. All right. And if you currently look at stuff going on between U.S. and China, they're in a trade war. So I can't see these two countries banning crypto and letting another country get a leg up by allowing its uh, citizens to develop businesses that use this technology and just you know scale it up and make it more innovative than what it is right now. And every country in the world that's taking the stance of, oh, we're going to ban this, they're hurting their economy and they're going to suffer for it. Okay, It'll catch back up to them eventually. Anytime you ban something that could be innovative, all right, it puts your economy back and in the long run, it's going to hurt you. So India, I would really, really look at changing those laws because you're going to hurt your economy over the long period by not allowing businesses to take this technology and build it into something that could be potentially very, very, very big. The last thing we don't want to see is an overburdening regulation, such as only allowing like money transfer services, the ability to use and send cryptos. Okay, so maybe just limit cryptos to exchanges, banks. Uh, as people, we should be able to take crypto, okay, and develop whatever we want out of it as long as it's legal, okay? So as long as it's not causing harm to anybody else. And what I really want to see uh, with crypto regulation is changing these outdated security laws that we created in the 1930s, okay? It's the stupidest thing that we use laws created before every big piece of technology that we use today and we hold companies accountable to these laws, although that we've created so many new uh, types of technology and crypto is a brand new asset class. And the fact that we're so slow to kind of revamp stuff that was created almost a hundred years ago, is just completely idiotic. So we really need to change our security laws and treat crypto as a different asset class. All right. And so hopefully we get this fixed and allow individuals the right to use cryptos to raise money for uh, their own companies. And I think there's uh, start businesses. And I think there's some regulation you could put in where you limit the amount an individual could use to raise money. But I think we should be allowed to do that because it would really help boost innovation, especially all right, by reducing the, the reliance on a third party for raising capital to create new businesses. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, what governments should do? is they should make cryptocurrencies a separate asset class and create a new framework for raising capital with cryptos. The Howey test is extremely dated and it can't be used to establish security with this new type of technology. The next thing is they need to spend the majority of regulation on data reporting and crypto and custodial safety. Okay, so exchanges need to be hit with majorities regulation and make sure that data that they're reporting, okay, is accurate and that they're going to put in enough funds and resources to make sure that they prevent hacks and that they have uh, insurance to provide in case of an exchange hack to recover investors' lost funds and also require exchanges to keep a percentage of their profits readily available in case a hack happens. And we saw this with Binance. Okay, so Binance lost 7,000 Bitcoin from a hack and they basically covered it with the money that company had made. So investors didn't lose their money. I think all exchanges should be uh, held accountable for that and they should be required to keep a rainy day fund in case they do get hacked. The best thing government should do, and this is the last thing I'm gonna talk about, is they should work with people in this space to develop laws that allow honest, 
fair market trading and do not violate our rights as humans. Okay, so we have the right, the God-given right as people to use cryptocurrencies, all right? And this space has some of the smartest people from all industries. So from law, finance, technology, okay, has the, some of the smartest entrepreneurs. Our government needs to work with these people to help create new laws that promote the safe usage of crypto, all right, and the mass adoption of crypto. So that's been my show on crypto regulation. Please leave me your comments, your feedback. Make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel. Make sure you follow me on Twitter. All right. Thanks for listening. As always, I'm your host, Drew Griffin. Take it easy.